0: Hey girl, welcome to the Light the Way podcast, a community determined to help you find the joy by choosing to focus on what makes you so beautifully you. I'm Chelsea, a 25-year-old with a seriously strong belief that I'm here to connect with females like you who recognize we can struggle and move forward with optimism at the same time. People need people, so my mission is to connect with and encourage you to find your passions and be so dang proud of them So, you can run after the purpose you feel called to serve. Are you ready? Let's light the way. Hello, I'm so grateful you just pressed play on today's episode. And you know, I always press play on GarageBand when I'm recording with a mission to connect you to something valuable. I don't know if you can tell, but in order for me to get an awesome episode recorded for you, I do take time to write out a script. And what I I didn't expect to have happen was to open up my Episode Scripts Google Drive folder and have to scroll to see all of the episodes that we are creating. This is actually episode 30, and I'm truthfully amazed, surprised, and I'm also so super proud to see all of the topics that we have navigated on Light the Way together. It honestly feels like we are creating this powerful book together with chapters ranging from beauty to optimism to choosing to put your two feet on the ground each day with intention. So whether you've listened to one or all 30 episodes, thank you for being here to grow with me. I'm curious if you listened to last week's episode, because before I get into today's topic, I want to tell you a story about something I challenged you and me to start becoming more aware of last week, and that's time we spend scrolling on social media. I'm not sure I would call this a growth moment for myself. It's more of like a recognition moment, like a, wow, Chelsea, you really do have some work to do. But I'm definitely more aware now than I was a week ago. And so, of course, I want to share this with you because it's because of last week's episode and specifically about the time we do spend mindlessly scrolling social media. So last year when TikTok TikTok really took off. I downloaded the app onto my phone in like the middle of shutdown, quarantine, pandemic life. And all of a sudden I felt like I had gotten sucked into some vortex. 45 minutes would go by and I wouldn't have done one single thing, like not even look up. (laughs) Uh, except for scroll the For You page um, on TikTok. So I did end up deleting TikTok pretty soon after that because of that. I was just like, oh my gosh, Chelsea, you are wasting so much time. And fun fact, for Halloween this past year, I actually did dress up. Let's see. I had chicken, macaroni and hot dogs. I think those are the three things I covered from that song that is on TikTok. So anyways, I did try to channel that for Halloween this year and I did record myself um, doing the dance to that song. If you find it on TikTok, congratulations. (laughs) But anyways, Instagram now has a similar setup with reels, just like the For You page. And so girl, Oh my god, I caught myself at least 3 times in the last week going far too long without talking, moving, thinking, without doing anything intentional, just scrolling that page. And I'd get to this point each time where I'd finally say to myself, "Chels, what have you been doing for the last 20 or 30 minutes?" And I had nothing to share. Like I I literally did not even look up to to look at anything except for my phone. And I told you that I've got work to do. And I'm so glad that I did say that out loud last week because that was a point and that was why I shared it with you. Because this week I was able to be more aware of the time I was giving over to random social media scrolls. And all of this to say, I am going to keep working on not letting the scroll take over control, and I'll keep you updated on how it's going. So if you have any progress that you would like to share after listening to last week's episode, I would really sincerely love to hear about it and see if it relates to mine or if it's a little bit different. So today, I was thinking about what high school and college Chelsea, felt like around this time of year, the beginning of May, When spring is settling in and the school year is creeping to a close. This year, a little quicker um, than most years. We get out June 9th and 10th this year, which is way earlier than I have ever got out as a teacher. So anyways, sidetrack. Um, I got thinking about all of the stuff that I needed to and wanted to accomplish before the school year was over when I was a student, and also how difficult and tricky it could be to get those things done like I wanted to, especially when the weather is getting nicer and I just wanted to be outside uh, more. So anyways, drumroll please. Today, <laughs> we're going to talk about what to do when your to-do list just isn't getting done. And if this episode does go as planned, although I do seem like I'm going off on all these little tangents already, so stay tuned. (laughs) But it's not going to be uh, as long as like the typical Light the Way episode, because when I share these episodes with you about productivity and getting things done, I like to think that you listen and then you're like, yes, I'm ready to go get something done. And then you just go get to it. So I like to give you a few extra minutes, you know, teacher me. (laughs) So, anyways. Um, The reason for this is because I've listened to so many conferences and talks and podcasts over the years that have had so much value in them. But truthfully, value without action, it doesn't allow for a whole lot of brightness to shine and for you to grow, which means that we need to get to it so that you can take this all in, but then go put it out into your own life and take some action. My senior year of high school is when I fell in love with planners. I remember starting the first day of school and I came home after school a little sad because I should have been at soccer practice with my twin and all of our other teammates, but I could no longer play because of my two ACL reconstructions. Um, So anyways, I was sad, but I did use that extra time to sit down at the kitchen table and I organized my planner for the classes that I was taking and I loved doing that. And ever since then, I've had a planner And even though I'm not the best at using it daily, I do know to write down what I need to get done so I can better control my overwhelm and prioritize what I need to based on the time that I have. Which means if you do find yourself in a moment where you are feeling frustrated and maybe a bit overwhelmed with what you know you need to get done, but don't know how or where to start, it's time for you to make a list. If your overwhelm is coming from deadlines, then I encourage you to make that list using a calendar of some sort so that you can literally look at that and see, okay, this is due then, this is due then, I need to get this done before I get that done and all that. But if your overwhelm is more of a, I have so much cleaning, chores, organizing, just like random things to get done, then maybe just a simple list on a piece of paper might do the trick. And once you make that list, it is possible you'll be ready to get to work so that you can check something off. Or maybe you're like me and when you make that list, you add one or two or seven things (laughs) that you've already done so that you can check those off and that list just looks awesome from the start. Like you are being productive. Either way, the list might not do much to help you feel better. But trust me, Getting it all out of your brain and onto paper where you can see it all at one place will start to generate some peace for you. And your brain now has to work a little uh, less hard, right? Less hard. Yeah. (laughs) To try to keep track of all of that. Priorities, responsibilities, and deadlines are a lot like the negative and positive self-talk that we've spent a lot of time digging into. Once you get it out of your brain, you are able to take more control of it. So, You've got your list, but you don't feel ready to get to work. What should you do? My advice is to go do something good for yourself and get moving. Go outside, run around, shoot some hoops, dance, jump on a trampoline, ride a horse. Something that lets you release whatever frustrations or overwhelm you might be holding on to. Fill your body with some happy juices, and that is what movement does, so that you will be more focused and ready to get to work afterwards on that list you made. When I need to get something done, but I'm not feeling motivated to get started, I make time for movement first. And for me, it's usually typically a dance party or I go outside for a 10 or 20 minute walk. And it always, always, always re-energizes me so I don't end up wasting minutes or hours thinking about how I don't feel like getting started. The final piece that we're going to dig into today is setting your realistic expectations. I one time filled a notepad during a typical day in the life of pandemic shutdown quarantine with my intentions for the day. I felt like I had the whole day to get everything I could think of done, and I was ready to cross every action off of that list on that day. And do you want to know how long it took me to finish that to-do list? I threw it away months later before everything was checked off. And I share this with you because I want you to know that even though we have all of these things that we could get done Doing it all, all of the time, is not a realistic expectation. My go-to podcaster, Keisha, over at the Empower Her podcast, explains it like this. You've got to pick the three main layers of your cake, and then the rest, it's all sprinkles. So go back to that list you made and pick the three things that must get done first. And maybe it's the three things that are due first, or just the three things that you know are going to set you up for success to get some other things done. So if you finish those three things and you still have more time to give, then you get to start adding the sprinkles. And who doesn't want to do that? (laughs) So let the three main layers set you up for success and you get to celebrate those accomplishments along the way. We get so used to feeling that there is always more to do that we forget to recognize that the work we do along the way is worthy of being proud of and celebrating. So pick your foundational layer that must get done first and find your way to get started. Either momentum will start to build and you'll get going, or you'll recognize that a brain break is needed and make time for that. Either way, you'll be ready to tackle your responsibilities with less frustrations and with more intention. I hope that you navigate this week remembering that taking a break is a vital part of moving your journey forward. Don't let your brain be hard at work all of the time keeping track of all of the things you need to get done dump that out, release it onto a list so that you can take control of your mind and use it to pump you up and recognize when you need to step away from the list and get some movement and fresh air in. And once you've gotten the layers of your cake stacked, know that I'm right here celebrating with you doing my own little dance party with you know the guy, Andy Kramer. Three, two, one go light the way. so excited you took the time to slow down and connect with this message today thank you so much for being here with me if you love this episode i'd be so appreciative if you would share it with a friend you can take a screenshot of the episode and upload it to social media make sure you tag me on instagram at count on learning 207 so i can be sure to send some love your way we're on this journey together girl so until next time go light the way